Do you have a dream for your life? Or have you completely given up dreaming? Everyone can create their dream life. And it begins with your willingness to begin dreaming again. Now, here is the host of It Starts With a Dream, coach and clinical hypnotherapist, Bronwyn Smith. Hello, everybody, and welcome. I am told by my lovely producer, Sarah, that... um, um, for some reason, my mic isn't working as well as normal, so I'm very hard to hear. So I apologise for that. I'm not in my usual studio. I'm up um, on the Gold Coast visiting my mother because she had a fall last week, bless her, and she broke her hip. So um, welcome to It Starts With a Dream. I really hope you can hear me well. I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith. We are on Inspired Choices Network and we are talking about do you dream of being a billionaire? And um, um, I saw all the billionaires lists come out a couple of weeks ago, which is what inspired me to do this um, particular um, show and um, you know, the Forbes list came out and then the Australian list of billionaires came out and I thought wow um, we, we now talk about billionaires I remember when I was a kid we would talk about millionaires and we all aimed to be millionaires um, and now uh, at least in Australia, millionaires are a dime a dozen. And I think I've said this before, housing in places like Sydney and Melbourne um, are so expensive that you need two or three or four million to be able to afford, you know, any sort of nice house, any really nice house. So, um, and a, you know, a million or two to be able to afford an apartment. So, millionaires in in Sydney and in in Melbourne basically if you own a home you're a millionaire Um, and it's as simple as that so you know but when we're a kid millionaires are like billionaires now you know we look up oh my goodness wouldn't it be wonderful to be worth millions of dollars and now we say wouldn't it be wonderful to be worth billions of dollars and so these people that are worth billions and billions of dollars um, and when I was looking at the Forbes list you know most of the people I had um, never heard of some of them I had but most of them I hadn't um, heard of I mean I've heard of Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg and Warren Buffett Bill Gates I had heard of all of those people, but there were people like um, Steve Ballmer I'd never heard of, but he owns Microsoft or um, owns a large part of Microsoft. So a lot of the American ones I hadn't heard of. Michael Bloomberg I've heard of, um, Bloomberg. Um, He owns the media outlet Bloomberg. So I'd heard of some of them. And... um, but not a lot of them and certainly not the Indian and the Mexican. Um, But it was interesting that most of the billionaires were in the United States. Some were in, you know, lots in China, France, a couple in France, a couple in Spain, um, but most were in the United States. And interestingly, there was one Australian 
way down, way, way, way down the list, hugely down the list. Um, and um, he owns uh, a mining company, Fortescue Mines, so his name's Fortescue, and he was way down the list um, in the Forbes list. But Gina Reinhardt, who we're told in Australia is our wealthiest person in Australia um, and um, worth um, lots and lots of billions of dollars, um, she is worth $37.1 billion, Gina Reinhardt. She's a mining mag magnate. Um, I love her, absolutely love her. And um, lots of people, you know, people in Australia are quite divided whether they like her or don't like her. Um, Gina Reinhardt um, inherited um, a lot of her money and um, the mines from her father. Um, I think his name was Jack Lang, and um, she inherited um, a lot of money from, as I said, from her father, and she inherited the mines. But then she's made the money, you know, 10 times, 20 times bigger um, than what she inherited. She's, you know, really, really made an awful lot of money. And um, my father, you know, I like... Um, quoting my father, bless him. My father used to say, you know, the first generation makes the initial money. The second generation, you know, makes it bigger, you know, much, much bigger, 10 or 20 or maybe even 100 times bigger. And the third generation spends it. And, um, uh, and I've watched after, you know, Dad said that to me, I've now watched the generations and it's often so true the third generation often just spend it I mean look at somebody like Trump his father made a lot of money he inherited a lot of money and he's made it way way bigger but interestingly Trump has you know raised his children to work within the business and not just uh you know spend it they're actually working in the business they'll ultimately inherit you know all or parts of the business and they'll probably go on to make it even bigger and bigger um but i have noticed that in with lots of third generations they do just spend it so um it was very interesting that dad said that to me um because i have watched it and going back to gina reinhardt her father jack lang who made a lot of money in mining and um and then Gina, when he died, Gina took over. She'd been raised, you know, by her father to take over. She was an only child, and she was raised to take over the mining, the mining interests that they had. And she's made it, you know, hugely big. She's bought more mining um, mines, and she's made a lot more money. And she's got three children, and two of the three children at one stage took her to court and basically wanted their you know their money from um from the mining and they wanted to spend it and um they said you know there was this big argument in court eventually the children lost gina kept everything and basically said to them you have to wait till i die um to get your inheritance uh, but it looks like two of the three children when they get their inheritance will just spend it and um Part of what Gina said, at least in public, I don't know if she said it in court, but she said, you know, if these kids 
you know, need money because that was what they were saying in court, that they needed the money to live. She said, you know, they've had the best education. Go and get a job like the rest of us. You know, come and work for me if they're interested in doing that. But otherwise, go and get a job. Um, and um, she was very hardline. But her third child, who is a daughter, is working with Gina and, um, and looks like she'll take over. Um, all the mining interests that they have, and they've got um, a lot in Australia. As I said, they're worth $37.1 billion. So, um, but they didn't, Gina didn't turn up on the Forbes list, which I found really interesting. But fellow miner, Andrew Forrest, who uh, was the founder and owns Fortescue Metals, which is, again, another huge mining company in Australia. And he's worth $35.21 billion. So just a little, a couple of billion shy of Gina Reinhardt. And, um, um, but he did turn up on the um, Forbes list. So you're probably thinking, well, who cares? These people are worth so much money. And uh, and I'll never be able to, you know, earn that much money. Well, you don't know, you know, uh, you don't know whether you will be able to earn that much money or not, whether you, you'll be able to create a business worth that or not. And, you know, having, um, being a bil billionaire is like being a millionaire. It is a mindset, you know. Um, don't lose sight of that. It's always a mindset. And if you're like me, I, you know, I have no desire to be a billionaire. And um, because I know you'd have to work really hard, think really, really big, and um, to become a billionaire. You know, um, I have a millionaire mindset, and um, um, and I want to turn that into a multi-multi-millionaire mindset, of course. But billionaire, no, I don't want to turn it into a billionaire, you know, into a billionaire mindset. But you can, especially if you're young enough, you can. Don't, you know, ever think, oh well, that's not for me. Um, and um, um, but do it step by step. So you know, if you're earning fifty thousand aim to earn a hundred thousand or a hundred and fifty thousand it is and then five hundred thousand and then a million and then five million and so on um because it is a step-by-step -step. few people some can but few people can just go from wherever they are to a billionaire mindset in one foul swoop um it's very rare but some people have done it and um i think you you know you'd find um some of the million, the billionaires have done it, but not all of them. And I think, um, you know, most of them, someone like Mark Zuckerberg, I, you know, don't think he ever intended to become a millionaire. He wanted to create something and that um, made him a billionaire. But having said that, you still need a billionaire mindset. And you ask me, but why and how here's why you might earn make billions of dollars but you've got to keep the billions of dollars so let's look at it like a lottery winner so a lottery winner they might 
you know, have they might be earning fifty or sixty thousand dollars a year. Then they win two million dollars, let's say, and they spend it. They buy their friends' cars and go on these holidays, and within five years they're back to having to go back to work because all that $2 million has been spent. Um, and um, and they, you know, they just um, have given it away. They haven't invested any of it. They haven't bought shares or they haven't bought property. They haven't thought about the long term. They've just thought about the short term. What are we going to do in the, you know, the next um the next few months or the next 12 months, but not what are we going to do for the next 20 years? And that's really what they should be looking at. What are we going to do for the next 20 years? How are we going to invest this money that we constantly get a paycheck every week or every month so that we never have to work again? And that is part of a mind mindset a millionaire mindset um, if you don't have a millionaire mindset you just spend it all you know I'll go and buy a, a BMW or a Mercedes and I'll go on these holidays and I'll live like a king for two to five years and that's actually what they say people that win the lottery or, the, or lotto, or whatever it is, will often only keep that money for somewhere between two and five years. Um, and from the things I've seen, from um, the studies I've seen, it doesn't really matter how much they win because you'd be thinking, well, if they won $250 million, surely they'd have that at the end of five years. And you would think so. You would think that you couldn't spend that much money in, in such a short amount of time. Um, and, um, and to be honest, I haven't read any studies about people winning that much money but I have when they've won two million or five million or even you know eight or ten million they tend to just spend it and and not have it at the end of you know um two to five years and have to go back to the job that they wanted to you know that they were doing and they say oh but I loved doing it you know I'm happy I'm back all of that sort of thing so we've got to go to a break I will talk more about this when we come back from the break. Uh, you are watching or listening to um, It Starts With Dream. I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith, on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be back in just a moment. Many of us settle for our life rather than creating a life we love. Be abundant, be fearless, be mindful, and create an amazing life. Tune into It Starts With a Dream with coach and clinical hypnotherapist Bronwyn Smith for inspiration on how to be your best self and live your best life. Are you ready? Are you ready to create an amazing life? Then join us for It Starts With a Dream with our host Bronwyn Smith on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific, and Thursday at 11 a.m. in Australia on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world 
knowing your voice matters, and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is It Starts With a Dream with host Bronwyn Smith. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to Bronwyn at BronwynSmith.com to work with her one-on-one. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to It Starts With a Dream. I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith, and we are on Inspired Choices Network. And I really hope that you can um, hear me uh, because I'm not in my normal studio. I'm um, an hour's flight away on the Gold Coast helping my sister look after my mother who just broke her hip, poor love, and she's had, a, had to have a hip replacement. So... She says she's in an awful lot of pain, which I can only imagine. So nothing is perfect today because I'm not where I'm normally where I'm I'm not where I'm not where I normally am. So it's not all perfect today. So ju- you just need to bear with me for the next couple of weeks. I will be up here for another few weeks, so it will be like this. But I'd love you to come and join the chat room. I know that um, people have said to me that they do listen to my um, to my shows live, but they don't um, comment in the chat room. And I'd really love you to. You know, when people say that to me, I'm like, no, comment in the chat room. Tell me if you love the show. Make comments. You know, I love reading you, your comments um, during the breaks. So come and join the chat room and have a bit of fun. Um, we do have a bit of a, a laugh um during the breaks and uh, a little bit of a chat so come and join us it's so much fun and um and you can participate in the show which is really great as well make you know give me your comments tell me what you think um tell me you know like today if, if you dream of being a billionaire if that's what you dream of and um you know so many people become millionaires and even billionaires by accident they're just doing something that they love some for some people being a billionaire you know it starts with a dream and um and they you know they get there they might do property development or you know create something like facebook or something like that um Sarah's just said I'm still on the millionaire dream lol it's a great dream to have you know um it doesn't matter whether you've got the dream of being a millionaire or a billionaire um you know it's a great dream to have because I always say when people sort of say oh but it's such a big dream you know will I get there and I always say you know aim for the moon and you might fall amongst the stars and I love the imagery of that so that's why I say it all the time because I just imagine you know drifting amongst the stars um so if you dream of being a billionaire and you don't quite make it, but you're a multi, multi-millionaire, will you be complaining? Will that be something that you're complaining about? I don't think so. Um, and Sarah's saying, you know, she dreams of being a millionaire. Well, you know, Sarah, if you didn't make a million dollars, but you made 950000 would you be complaining? Or would that, or would you feel like you've actually 
you know, um, lived your dream. You've actually, you know, gotten what you dream. Yeah, no, she wouldn't be complaining if she had $950,000 instead of a million. <laughs> and that's the thing. <laughs> She'd still be doing a happy dance. Exactly. So, you know, you might not quite make the millionaire, but you'd be so, so happy if you became really, really close to it. And, um, you know, same with a billionaire. You might not make being a billionaire, but you might come so, so close to it. And here's the thing, you know, if you want, if you're earning fifty dollars or $100,000 and you want to earn $200,000, then find someone that's earning $200,000 and get them to coach or mentor you. And that's including your mindset. Get, you know, find someone that's already there and listen to what they say, you know, and um, they can change your mindset. So if you think about it like this, if you're, you know, a sports person um, and you're number five in the world, but you want to come become number one. Who do you go and see? You don't go and see the person that was 10th in the world because they've got no idea. You go and talk to the person that was number one in the world. doesn't matter if they're in the same sport or not. It's the mindset. It's how do you think, you know, how do you think when the chips are down? So say a tennis match and you're two games down and you're aspiring to be number one. and you know, you talk to somebody that has been number one, you know, tennis player, and they say, don't worry about the games you've just played. Forget about them. Don't let them go over in your mind. Don't replay them in your mind while you're tr trying to play the next game. Just play the next game like it's your first game. I mean, I don't know if that's really what they'd say. I'm sort of guessing. So, you know, you if you aspire to be at a certain level, find somebody that's already at that level to be your mentor or coach. And then they can help you change not only your mindset, but your skill set as well. And um, I mean, I say to people about things that I do to make money, and I would never do that. Never. I'll never do that. Um, and then I understand very quickly that they, you know, don't, they aspire to be whatever, a millionaire, for example, but they don't want to do the work that goes with it because there is work that goes with it. You know, Mark Zuckerberg made the money because he created Facebook. He did the work that went with it. Now, did he think it was going to be as big as it actually is? Who knows? Probably not. He was probably hoping for you know, X, Y, and Z, but it absolutely took off. Um, and lots of people that create, you know, Bill Gates, um, he wanted to create, a, you know, um, a computer that everybody would have in their homes. Do you think it was going to be as big as it is? Probably not. So, you know, but he did the work. He had the mindset and he did the work. And it might have been he did the work and then his mindset caught up um, because you need both. But people that are prepared to do the work really don't want the dream. 
So if you're not prepared to do the work to become a millionaire, you really, you know, it's not a real dream. It's like a fantasy dream. It's like, yeah, I want to be a millionaire. I want to win the lotto. That's it. I'll buy a lottery ticket every week and hopefully I'm that one in 31 million that actually wins. And you might be, you know, but that's not doing the work. But if you are that person and you are that one in whatever it is, 31 million or 30 million that wins the lottery, then what are you going to do with it? Because now you've got the money and you need the mindset to catch up. You need your mindset caught up. And I'll give you an example. Um, some people I knew, um, I didn't know them very well, to be frank, but some people I knew uh, sold their business and they sold it for uh, $20 million, a, bit, a little bit over $20 million. So they basically got $10 million each. And um, one one of the owners that got $10 million just went and bought $10 million worth of property. That's what they knew. They liked and understood property. So they went and bought $10 million worth of property. They paid off their own mortgage and bought $10 million worth of property and they live off the rent. The, the rents, you know, are, are really, you know, they get a lot of money from the rent and they basically retired and they have lived off that rent for the last, I don't know, 10 or 15 years. The other um, person had the same amount of money and paid off their mortgage and then travelled and bought lovely cars and did a whole lot of really nice stuff and then the $10 million ran out and then they had to go back to work and make more money. So that's the difference with the mindset. The really good money mindset invested it in property and they have been living off the rents for the last 10 or 15 years and the person that really needed their mindset to catch up with their skill set, usually it's the other way around, but in this case it was the mindset catching up with the skill set and um, they spent the money. They had a lovely sort of five years or maybe even 10 years spending this money. They had a lot of fun, they travelled, they saw a lot of the world, um, but they then had to go back to work and, you know, um, try and make more money after that respect. The other couple have retired forever. They do travel. They just don't travel as much or as luxuriously. They don't go first class. They go business class, but they, and they only, you know, they go overseas once or twice a year, um, but they still travel really well, um, but they can do it now for the rest of their life. So that's a really good example of people with different, um, mindsets. So all, you know, people that have a billionaire mindset, their mindset is completely different to people that have a millionaire mindset. And, um, um, and you, you know, people say, oh, but, you know, if you have a billionaire mindset, you'll be shopping in Chanel and Tiffany and um, all of that sort of stuff. Not necessarily. You're not necessarily going to be shopping there. Um I was talking to a man, I don't know, I don't think he's a billionaire, but he's a multi, multi, multi-millionaire um, and he's, you know, owns, you know, lots and lots of property, blocks of units. He owns a lot of property. He's got a lot of money. Um, he actually doesn't need to work. He does because he loves it. 
And he was saying he still buys his T-shirts from Kmart. He he's, you know, did that in his 20s. He's now probably in his early 50s. He's made a crap load of money in that 30 years. As I said, you know, probably hasn't needed to work for the last five or 10 years, but does it because he loves it. And um, he still shops in Kmart. He wouldn't think of going to Chanel or any of those stores. He still shops exactly the same way because that's what he loves. And we're about to go to break. I'll talk about this more when we come back from the break. I'm your host, Bronwyn Smith. You are watching or listening to It Starts With a Dream on Inspired Choices Network. And we'll be back in just a moment. Many of us settle for our life rather than creating a life we love. Be abundant, be fearless, be mindful, and create an amazing life. Tune into It Starts With a Dream with coach and clinical hypnotherapist Bronwyn Smith for inspiration on how to be your best self and live your best life. Are you ready? Are you ready to create an amazing life? Then join us for It Starts With a Dream with our host, Bronwyn Smith on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific, and Thursday at 11 a.m. in Australia on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is It Starts With a Dream with host Bronwyn Smith. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to bronwyn at bronwynsmith.com to work with her one-on-one. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. It's so great to have you with me. I'm I'm Bronwyn Smith. I'm your host today. And you are watching or listening to It Starts With a Dream on Inspired Choices Network. And yes, come to the chat room. We would absolutely love to have you here um, commenting, telling me what you think, whether you'd be like Sarah doing a happy dance um, and um you know it's great fun we all have fun and um i'd love to have you here so today we're talking about being a billionaire do you dream of being a billionaire and i was saying earlier you know when i was a kid dreaming of being a millionaire was the same as now dreaming of being a billionaire um we'd look at at millionaires going oh wow you know we want to be one like you you know driving a bentley and all of that sort of thing and in parts of australia certainly in sydney and melbourne um anyone that owns a home is a millionaire because you know houses cost um at least two or three million dollars sometimes a lot lot more somebody said to me the other day 
um, did I see a house sell in the eastern suburbs of Sydney for $50 million? And, um, and I hadn't, but, you know, there have been houses that have sold for that um, previously. And, in fact, um, someone rang me when I was a lawyer and said that they wanted to sell their house and I think they wanted $48 million for it. Um, and so, um, you know, there are lots of homes in Australia that sell for these huge amounts of money. And, um, uh, you know, so it's not unusual to see that sort of sales. And we've got, you know, quite a few um, billionaires. We've got um, about 250 billionaires worth $532 billion. Um, so it's quite a lot. And I was saying earlier, you know, we've got Gina Reinhardt is the wealthiest um, person in Australia. She's a mining magnate and she inherited, you know, a lot of wealth from her father, Jack Lang. Um, I, you know, remember him when I was a kid and he, I think he died when I was maybe in my teens or 20s um, and his only child, Gina, took over um, the mining business and she's made it, you know, much, much bigger um, and she's worth $37.10 billion, yes, a billion dollars. And then we've got um, Andrew Forrest who owns Fortescue Metals and he's worth $35.21 billion. Um, and then we've got um, Anthony Pratt. He took over um, when his father died. Um, and that family is into manufacturing paper goods. That's how they made their money, manufacturing paper goods. Um, it's always, you know, I love... Um, hearing about people that make money from the oddest thing you wouldn't think you'd become a billionaire making money you know making paper goods but that family did um and that was um quite an quite an interesting um story um the manufacturing tycoon is now anthony pratt and his father i can't remember his father's first name now but his he um, inherited from his father um, who had created and made this um, paper business, um, you know, worth millions and then billions of dollars. But his um, the father was married and had children and the family lived in uh, Melbourne and the father had a mistress in Sydney and they had a child together and he had, you know, bought his mistress a beautiful home in the eastern suburbs um, and, of course, he died. And um, the mistress made a claim on his estate and said, you know, she couldn't live, you know, she was he'd paid for everything while he was alive and she needed that to continue, um, et cetera, et cetera. Anyhow, I'm not sure whether she won or lost. I'm pretty sure uh, her daughter also made a claim on um, her father's estate and the daughter did win and she won quite a lot of money, but I can't remember if the mistress did or not. Um, but anyhow, I think the family were like, really, she's making a claim? Um, but, yeah. She made a claim and it was, you know, all over the newspapers for years and years and years. It was really, um, really great gossip. If you're into sort of the gossip of the 
of um, of these really super wealthy people. Um, so yeah, so they made their money out of paper goods. Um, good on them. And so there are a couple of hundred more uh, billionaires in Australia. Um, but interestingly, these billionaires. Um, I, um, um, Andrew Fortescue, no, I've got his name wrong, it's Fortescue Metals, um, Andrew Forrest, he made the Forbes billionaire list, but I can't find where Gina Reinhart did. Um, so if um, Andrew Forrest made it, Gina Reinhart should have. Um, and there, interestingly, on the Forbes list, there are a couple of um, Vladimir's from Russia, but not, none of them are the president, Russian president. But you see Vladimir and you think, oh, I wonder if that's going to be Vladimir Putin, but it wasn't. Um, so there's um, on the Forbes list, there are about... Oh, there's about like four or five hundred billionaires on the Forbes list. I haven't even gone through them all. I've just looked at the first 200 and there's pages to go. So what makes these people billionaires um, is, um, is their, you know, their mindset. And but you'll be thinking, but so many of them inherited their money, people like Trump who inherited his money. He's not a self-made man, Trump, and a lot of them aren't self-made. A lot of them are, but a lot of them aren't. Um, and so, you know, they'll inherit a lot of money. They might inherit, you know, $50 million or whatever, and they, um, <laughs> yes, Trump does act like he's a self-made man, but he's absolutely not. He um, inherited a lot of money from his father. He was taught the ropes from his father. He was taught, you know, what I call the skill set from his father. But in being taught the skill set, he's also taught the mindset. He's also taught the mindset of um, being a millionaire or a billionaire. That goes hand in hand. So for someone like Trump that inherited or Gina Reinhart that inherited, for those sorts of people, yes, they're taught the skill set, they're, they're, you know, taken into the business and often they start at the, you know, the ground level, what, what I like to call the mailroom. You know, they start at the mailroom and they work their way up. They're not just put in as, you know, vice president from day one. Um, some of them are, and it's never, you know, a good thing um, for them just suddenly to become the boss. And I notice, you know, when I've heard Trump's children talk about their father, you know, training them, they said that they went, they started at the bottom with everybody else and they had to prove themselves like everybody else. And um, I know one of the kids said, you know, our dad was actually harder on us than, you know, he was on the people around us, but, and he expected more. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. It really isn't necessarily a bad thing. Um, so, you know, and, and then, as I said, Trump's children worked their way up. I think some of them have broken away from his business now and gone off and doing their own thing, which, again, is a really good thing. 
because they get, you know, a different perspective of business. So as much as, you know, I don't like Trump and and lots of people don't like Trump, um, you know, I think in the way that he's taught his children, um, the, you know, his business, I think has been very sensible and very smart. Um, so, you know, there are aspects about him that I think, you know, were a really good idea. And the way he introduced his children to, um, you know, the business, I think was, as I said, very sensible and very smart. So, and, you know, I know with Gina Reinhart, she was, you know, basically brought up around the business by her father. It was like their whole life. And her and her father were really, really close. And it was, um, as I said, their whole life and then she inherited it and she's, you know, growing it exponentially. And um, it's much, much bigger than what she inherited, just like Donald Trump. It's much, much bigger than what he inherited as well. And probably his children will go on and, you know, build the business much, much bigger than what they inherit as well. Um, and um, But some third generations, as I said earlier, just like to spend it. They inherit it, and rather than making it bigger, they um, they spend it. And um, you know, we've got the Packer family in Australia. James Packer, you've probably heard of, because he's you know spent time in America, and um, um, he inherited much of the family wealth. You know, his father, Kerry Packer, um, believed that you know the wealth. The majority of the wealth should go from father to son, even though he had a daughter who is apparently super smart and has a really great business mind. She inherited, I mean, by my standards, a lot of money, but by their standards, it wasn't a lot of money. But she inherited it and um, she's so good in business and so good with money that she's actually made, you know, growing her wealth um, exponentially and she's now almost worth the same as her brother who inherited the money so she's managed to to grow it so so well but again it's not just skill set it didn't matter to her to um, um, Gretel Packer her name is it didn't matter to Gretel Packer that she inherited a much smaller amount of money than her brother. Her brother in, inherited the lion's share. She believed in herself. She knew she had the skills. She'd listened to her father. She'd listened to her father's advisors. She'd spent her whole life around these people, listening to these people. She understood business. She had a real business, you know, what they call a business head. She had a great money mindset. So she didn't care that, you know, she inherited, I don't know, 20 or 30 million and he inherited 200 million. It didn't matter. She has built that money up, that 20 odd million or whatever it was she inherited. She's built that up to now, you know, $100 million or $150 million is almost as much as what her brother inherited. So she's built it up hugely. And that's what I mean. You know, it, she didn't care. She didn't go and fight the will. I expected her to. She was like, no, I'm happy with what I've got. I can make, I can make more money 
it'll be easier. I'll just focus on that. And she did. And she did it very quickly. She did it within about 10 years. She um, built that, she grew that money into a huge amount. And um, so that's what I mean. You know, if you've got the money mindset, if you've got the skill set, the business mind around it, then you can make the money. And, um, you know, if, and if you've got a vision, how am I going to make this money? What am I going to do? Um, am I going to create a Facebook? Do you have a great idea? And then it will all follow. And do you have the skill set for making that money? So we'll go to our last break. I am your host, Bronwyn Smith. You are watching or listening to It Starts With Dream on Inspired Choices Network, and I'll be back with you in just a moment. Many of us settle for our life rather than creating a life we love. Be abundant, be fearless, be mindful, and create an amazing life. Tune into It Starts With a Dream with coach and clinical hypnotherapist Bronwyn Smith for inspiration on how to be your best self and live your best life. Are you ready? Are you ready to create an amazing life? Then join us for It Starts With a Dream with our host, Bronwyn Smith, on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific, and Thursday at 11 a.m. in Australia on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is It Starts With a Dream with host Bronwyn Smith. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Bronwyn at BronwynSmith.com to work with her one-on-one. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Yes, do send me an email. Come and work with me. I've got this wonderful eight-week program just starting in June. Uh, People are starting to book in. It's starting to fill up. It's going to be fantastic. So um, at the moment, it's called the Breakthrough Program, but I've been thinking about renaming it. But next week, um, I'll be meeting with my um, marketing um, people and we'll have a look at exactly what we're going to name it um, and where we're going to go with it. So that's super exciting. And um, But today uh, on It Starts With a Dream, we are talking about do you aspire to being a millionaire? Is that your dream to be a millionaire? And if it is, uh, sorry, a billionaire, is that your dream to be a billionaire? And if it is, how are you going to do it? Um, how are you going to create? What are you going to create? You know, have you got an idea like Facebook or um Instagram or TikTok or one of those sorts of um, social media platforms or, you know, do you have another brilliant idea? How are you going to do it? Because it doesn't just take mindset and skill set, but it actually takes action as well. And people don't realise that. People think someone is just going to drop a million dollars outside your front door and all will be well. But that isn't what happens at all. No one drops, you know, a billion dollars at someone's front door. We've chosen you to be this year's billionaire. Here's $25 billion for you. 
doesn't happen. People have to work for it. Even if they inherit a lot of money, they still, um, you know, have to work for it. It doesn't just happen. And people go, oh, that person's so lucky they're a billionaire. There's no luck about it. There's work. That's what it's taken work. And someone like Gina Reinhardt, I know she works phenomenal hours. She works from something like, you know, five or six in the morning till sort of midnight, um, basically seven days a week. She works super hard. So it hasn't just fallen in her lap. There's, you know, there is some luck. There's always a little bit of luck. I always believe in a little bit of luck. And I've put that in my book, It Starts With a Dream. I've put that in my book that you do need a little bit of luck along the way. Sometimes the luck is just what you think of, of, you know, making the money. Uh, sometimes it's, you know, that you've put the work in and then it just goes viral and everybody wants it, you know, like Facebook, like TikTok, like Instagram, like those social media, Snapchat. I don't even know how Snapchat works, but I know young people absolutely love it. And um, But whoever created it has put a lot of work behind it, a lot of energy behind it. So, you know, a whole range of things. Um, And, you know, to say, oh, that person's lucky because they're a billionaire, yeah, a little bit, but they've also had the work behind it. They've also done the work. They've also had the skill set. And when they've made the money, They've also had to, if they didn't have it, they've had to, you know, have the mind, change their mindset to a billionaire mindset. Now, do I know what a billionaire mindset looks like? No, I know the same as you. When I see billionaires, when I listen to them, they talk in a completely different way to you know, someone like me, you listen to, you know, my favourite person, Oprah Winfrey, who's now a billionaire, and listen to how she talks, listen to how she thinks. Um, And, um, you know, it's completely different to how I think. And I listen to her and I'm like, and I um, know I've got to change the way I think to think like someone like Oprah or Mark Zuckerberg or Bill Gates or Gina Reinhart or Andrew Forrest or whoever it is. So if you want to become a billionaire, listen to billionaires all the time, over and over again, listen to them. Every time they're interviewed, listen to them. Um, Every time they are talking about something, listen to what they have to say because it's not following necessarily what they say, but it's following how they think. It's changing how you think to think like them. And that's when, you know, things will start to change. But you do need the skill set behind it. You know, if you want to do something in IT and you're like me, you can, you know, you're happy you can open emails, then you've got to go and learn IT. So there takes action behind it. And all of the billionaires you talk, you know, you listen to, they will all talk about what action they took. Yes, they had a dream. Yes, they had a skill set. But what action did they take? Who did they learn from? What did they need to learn to get where they were? They will all talk to you about that. So I hope you have really liked the show. I hope it has um, changed the way you think. Um, Again, if you want to become a millionaire, 
listen to all the millionaires you can and then change the way you think to, you know, match the way they think because that's how you'll get there. And, of course, skill set and action you'll also need, but that's with everything. That's whether you're earning, you know, a million dollars a year or $50,000 a year, you need action um, for both. So um, I really hope you've enjoyed the show. I hope it has helped you change the way you think. And um, I just want to mention the Holistic Wellbeing Summit that is currently on. It started on the 8th of May and it goes through, I think it goes through to the 21st of May. Um, it's fantastic. I've listened to some of the speakers and they are absolutely fantastic. I've loved listening to them. I'm not sure um, if, um, yep, it goes from May 8th to the 21st. There were free tickets. Um, we put in the chat room um, last week the um the link to the free tickets um go back to last week's show and see and click on that link and see if there are still free tickets available um or you might have to um you know buy um it was really cheap i think it's 29 dollars or 49 dollars i think there's 29.49 and maybe 69 dollars but some of the speakers are fantastic. I'm speaking on May the 15th. I can't wait. Um, you know, um, everyone I've listened to has been absolutely amazing and you will really, really enjoy it. Um, I think um, uh, Sarah has just put the link in today's show so you can just go into the, today's chat room. Um, fantastic. Um, worth you know listening to really really different from anything I've listened to before so um, I always love that and I'm um, hearing something new learning something new I know you're going to love it so um, go to the um, holistic well-being summit it's running till the 21st of May I am speaking on the 15th of May. I'm speaking about hypnotherapy and um, specifically RTT and how that can help you, um, you know, change a multitude of things. And um, it's, you know, really every speaker is really interesting. You will not be disappointed regardless of who you speak to. So have a wonderful week. Can't wait to see you next week. And um, bye for now. So, um, Go and check out Holistic Wellbeing Summit. Just before I go, Holistic Wellbeing Summit. The Thank you for listening to It Starts With a Dream Show with Bronwyn Smith. Arrange your one-on-one -on -one appointment today with Bronwyn via email at bronwyn at bronwynsmith.com. It Starts With a Dream with Bronwyn Smith returns on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific, and Thursday at 11 a.m. in Australia on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until next week, dream big.